The opinions of this podcast are my own and not necessarily the opinions of Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Ambassador Real Estate, any realtor associations, persons, or entities. If your property is currently listed with a real estate broker, please note that it is not our intention to solicit the offerings of other real estate brokers. Welcome to this episode of Hunting Home. Blake Hunter is with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Ambassador Real Estate with offices in Council Bluffs, Iowa. Blake, thank you very much for your time and thank you for once again bringing guests into the studio. Yeah, good to be back after the holidays and brought some really good guests in today that have a great real estate story. You and I, you and I had spoken before on a previous podcast about the importance of using a realtor and what it can do. And I think this is going to be an opportunity for us to be able to find out specifically some, some very detailed facts about a benefit that uh, someone such as yourself can provide. Yeah. So I'm going to, I really want to let Dylan and Alicia tell their story, but just to lay kind of the base of the story, they were originally selling their primary residence for sale by owner. Uh, They also had an investment property at the time, and they were looking to sell both of them for sale by owner, and then that's when I kind of came into the picture and ultimately got to sell both of their properties, got to sell them the property that they're at now, and uh, I'll let them kind of chime in and tell you about that. Well, Dylan and Alicia Newman, what did you guys think when you heard from Blake and and he said he, he wanted to be able to help you out with this project that you had going on? What was your first thoughts? Well, it just made me think. I'm curious now. How did you even come across our page? Like, did somebody share it and you saw it, or? Yeah, I, it was. I remember a Facebook post, and it had to have been somebody that I was friends with because I did not know them at the time. And I saw the post. Here's our house for sale by owner. The whole, you know, pictures, everything. And that's when I, because I didn't know about, I didn't know about the Carter Lake house at the time. I only knew about the house on Avenue C. And so I was like, okay, yeah, you know, that's what we do as real estate agents. It was a great lead. Just reached out and said, hey, I, you know, I understand what you're trying to do. I respect that. But if the time comes and you want to have a conversation with a real estate agent or if you have any questions, anything like that, I'd, I'd love the opportunity to be able to talk to you. And how, with that conversation then, what were your thoughts? I said, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> what was your reasoning behind that though? Why, why, why the no? What was it that made you think that's not a route that we want to go? I don't know. I've been a salesman prior in previous jobs, and I just figured I could do it myself. That makes sense. And then, and the market was getting pretty good at the time, and so I was like, I just had a feeling I could do it on my own, but... But something changed your mind. Blake was pretty persistent. (laughs) We've both been in customer service for our whole working lives, so... Customer service is a big thing to us, whether it be like just going above and beyond, even if there's no benefit to you. And that was the thing is we had already told him no, and he knew what we were looking for, and he was still sending us like leads for ourselves. And then it was like, wow, he's really going out of his way to show us these things, even though it's no benefit to him or show us these properties with no benefit to him. Well, we had talked about that before, Blake, that one of the things that you take pride in is you're not looking at each case as how can I maximize my profit here? It's more, how can I be of service to someone? Well, and I, I absolutely hate being a pushy salesman. I I don't want anything to do with that. And so, you know, when I reached out to them, I try to make it very clear that I'm just trying to help, 
And if there's something I can do to help, then great. And then at the end, that will benefit me at, you know, at some point. And like for them, I respect what they're trying to do. I didn't want to be that person that was like nagging them about doing it, but I, I genuinely felt like I could help them. And then just a few days after we had talked about potentially selling their home, a listing came up that was what Alicia told me they were looking for. So I thought, I'm going to send it to them, you know, because there's still an opportunity there for me to represent them as buyers. And so just send it over to them and thought, what the heck, we'll give it a shot. Well, tell us about the process then. Uh, what was going on that you felt that Blake was able to help you with? And and also, I'm sure you guys were still both very much involved on your own uh, because that was how you first set out to do this project. We had, well, Dylan had a price point in mind, and so he was very adamant on selling it at that price point. And then Blake can take better pictures than we can. Blake knows he has people that are looking for a certain property or, you know, whatever type of layout. Um, so he could have had potential buyers lined up before we even decided to go with him. But just the fact of us going with him, I think, made the process go 10 times faster. But then also we didn't have to do as much work as we had to do when we bought our house without the realtor. What was that process like when you bought the house on your own and versus how the system, how the process went later? I mean, was it a lot more difficult? Yeah, it was definitely a lot more work than I thought it was going to be. So it was across the street from my parents' house and that's where I grew up my whole life. And so unfortunately the gentleman's parents passed away that owned the house and he already had a house. And so I knew he was going to want to sell it. So I just contacted him before and I just went up to him. I said, Hey, do you want to sell the house? And he goes, yeah, we're going to sell it, but we're going to have to try to clean it out and everything. And I just pretty much told him, I said, we can even clean it all, everything out too. And because he didn't want to even touch anything. And so basically we, uh, I knew, I knew the house upside, upside down. Basically I've been in it a million times and my parents always went out and over and helped his parents. And so I went over there and I, uh, we looked it over and we pretty much came into agreements and we just shook hands right there in the driveway. And then, but I had, to, we had to handle all the paperwork stuff because he didn't really want to do any of that stuff. So then, then we had to contact uh, the... Did you use an attorney? Yes. Yeah, yep. we had to contact an attorney and everything like that. And uh, it, it was a lot more steps to, in the back end than I thought it was going to be. Like but, instead of Blake handling everything, we had to try to figure out what we had to do next, whether it was inspections and titles and lawyer fees and then this fee and then this fee and then sign here sign here this has to go here this has to go here and yeah and that's what I try to you know my argument for people that are trying to sell for sale by owner it's obviously about the money you know so we're trying to save some money and so my thing is okay what if I could net you the same amount of money and you don't have to do any of the work that's you know that's not the case all the time but a lot of times it is. And like I was looking back at our conversation that we had, and from the time that we met the first time, we turned around, had the property listed like a week later, and they were under contract within days. And it, so I think it was the for, first or second showing that day that it was on live that yeah. sold. So, first we listed it on Facebook, just on my personal account and stuff for like a week. And uh, we had a bunch of people hit us up for it, but they were just, I don't know, just kind of blowing us off and so it was tire kind of, kickers yeah mm -hmm. tire kickers and it was just 
it was getting kind of old, and that's why I was like, all right, let's just give it a whirl. And yeah, it was we had a con. Uh, it was the actually the very first person that walked in the door. The first showing is the person that bought it. I think you even said something along the lines of like, even if you do all this to help us and you don't sell the house or whatever, like we owe you nothing. Yeah, like it was, you could still like show the house and do this and this and this, and it wouldn't, you know, do anything to us until we sold the house. Exactly, you're not paying for anything up front, and you know, ultimately, you have to accept that contract. And, you know, you got to turn around and sell. I think what makes a good story for them, too, is it was like times two. So not only were they dealing with their primary residence, they had another house they wanted to sell to get the equity out of the house that they had there to be able to turn around and purchase another property. So it's hard enough dealing with one. It's a whole other thing when you're dealing with a second house that has a renter in it. And you're going to be potentially showing that house to potential buyers. I mean, it just turns into this bigger thing. And they didn't have to do it. They didn't have to handle that. Now you had two properties that you were selling, but you're also, you sell these places, you got to have some place to go. And that was yet another component that was going on with all of this. Yep. And I knew I was, we we're basically just looking for land. I wasn't really looking for a house on the land. Like it would have been nice to find that, but, and basically what our price point was, it was going to be hard to find that. But uh, we were really looking for a house on land, but then we decided just to build. But then, so yeah, we lived in a camper for a while. How long was that? How long did that process take? A year. Basically because of COVID. Well, yeah. We decided to buy and build in the midst of COVID. So we sold and then COVID happened and then it went from 3 to $4 a 2x4 to $12 a 2x4 and everything got crazy. And it just, it would have only took about six months. But just the trying to get everything. Well, and you you guys didn't put up a traditional house, right? No, we put up a house. So basically, a big old metal building, and then we made half of it a house, half of a uh, a garage. So like our I ki- call it a shop. He calls it a garage. He says it's too small. It's for a, a four bed. It's a four bedroom, <laughs> three full bath. Um, the kitchen and living room have like eighteen foot ceilings. Um, then there's a loft that kind of looks over the kitchen and living room. And then uh, our, we have a custom master shower that uh, wall by wall did all our finishing work, but he did a full custom shower. So we have a tile tree that goes like up our wall and our master shower. It's really, and, it's uh, really neat. Yeah, it's it's pretty wicked. But yeah, he does amazing work. I did all the framework. So Greenridge, or I don't know how to say their name. I mess it up every time. But they uh, they put up the me- um, uh, the shell, the building, and then my uh, really good friend Matt Peckham with Peckham Concrete did all the concrete work, and then my buddy Chase Pearson did all the spray foam insulation work, and then I did all the framing work. I framed it all, and uh, all the bedrooms and stuff. And then uh, I can't remember the drywall company. That's the only. Basically, I used all my friends' companies to build the entire house except drywall. I didn't know a drywall guy. But uh, it's also a benefit of living in the county we're living in. Yeah. So we didn't have to have any like inspections or nothing like that. The only thing we had to have was a septic and well inspection. And electrical. And in the state of Iowa does electrical inspection. So we didn't have to submit like blueprints or anything. So I had my wife here draw up our house plans in five minutes on a piece of notebook paper. And so when I took that to Jared Jeffries for my plumber, I handed it to him, and he had to get all those pipes in the right spot 
from a piece of notebook paper. I didn't have I didn't have it right. I didn't have it drawn on like to scale or nothing. We built the entire house off a piece of notebook paper. So you served as your own general contractor then. Yeah, yeah. But Blake also knew all this coming into it, and so I think that also benefited was he knew Dylan wanted to put up a motocross track. He knew Dylan wanted to be able to, you know, go hunting from his back porch and not be on top of his neighbors. And so when he showed us his property, it ended up being, we decided, I think, within five minutes of pulling up onto the property that, yeah, and the property hadn't been touched in, like, what, three years? And it was was, so overgrown. and, and And an important note is it did have a house on it. It did, yes. And they had Missouri Valley. And fire, a barn. Missouri Valley. It was fire Logan. Burn it down. Yeah. We donated it to the Logan uh, Fire Department, our barn and the house. And they were able to like train. Yeah, they did one of those controlled burns mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. Saved us money and they got to train out of it. So it was a win-win for everybody. First, we tried to get a mortgage on the house though. Yeah. But the <laughs> They spec- considered it unlivable. <laughs> the inspector walked in the house and deemed it not livable. And the front door hasn't been probably closed in... I don't know. I don't think years. it ever was closed. But he deemed it. I said, "There's a working toilet and a working sink. What do you mean it's not livable?" <laughs> I was like, "Have you been in half the houses around here?" Like, Probably better than the camper you lived in, right? Yeah. Actually, the camper was ten times better than that house. <laughs> so I had to change my loan to a, a construction yeah. loan. But well, it sounds like. Um, Everything went uh, probably even better than what you had expected when you first started getting this process going. Yes. I think it, Blake made it, and I think another thing that people don't realize about realtors is when we had these contracts coming in and stuff, you know, Blake would be like, hey, you know, this is the contract, but I think you could come back with this, you know, and like just things like that made it be like, oh, okay, well then let's push for this. Or we would ask him questions like, okay, well, Dylan didn't want to get the washer and dryer out of the basement of the house. Do you think that we could ask them if they just want to buy it? And so Blake, within seconds, Blake texted us back and said, yeah, they'll do it for like 500 bucks, you know? And that's, we didn't have to do any of that besides just talk to Blake. Blake does all the background and the hard work. And and it helps having, having an agent gets rid of that personal part of the transaction. That's another thing with for sale by owners is, as a for sale by owner, do you want to deal with that person directly that's going to be buying your house? When it comes down to the small stuff like that, negotiating over a washer and dryer, when it's me, I can take the emotion out of it and just say, hey, would you guys like to buy this washer and dryer? They'd like 500 bucks for it. It's a yes or no answer, and it's not personal. And so that's why you have an agent is to be that person to negotiate and be that person to take the emotions out of it and make it a business transaction. And honestly... When we first were on a list, when I listed on my Facebook page, I ended up listing it for more money when you came. So I, we ended up still making the same amount of money. And, uh, but when I listed it, I, we, I think we listed it for like $174.99 or something like that. And at first you looked at me like, oh, I don't know. And I was like, well, let's try it out. Cause I mean, I wanted to list it higher cause we have a real estate agent. And then, Pretty sure we ended up selling it for uh, $179.9. So we ended up got more. The first person that looked at it bought it, and we got more for than the asking price. And so it, I think it really worked out. Yeah. And ultimately, you guys got to go where you wanted to go. That's yeah. like what I, that's the other thing too that people sometimes forget is like, okay, what's your goal? Your guys' goal was to have the land, have a place where you could do all the things you want to do. You're starting a business, you needed space for that. And so for the difference of, you know, I hate to say this and make it sound negative, but for the difference of five or $10,000, 
to get all that off your plate and to be able to get to where you want to go, is it worth it to you? And most people, I think, would say, yeah, it's worth it. And what's crazy is you offered this prop that property to show us like at the very beginning, and I just kept turning it down because I, I thought the location was just... I thought it was on a super busy highway and it was just not going to work out and stuff like that. And I just kept turning. He didn't like that it was a rectangle. There wasn't any trees. Yeah, and then I didn't because when I was looking at it, I couldn't really see the terrain of the land either. And you knew exactly what I wanted, and you kept saying it would work out and work out. I just kept turning it down, and we just kept looking at all these other ones. I I think I sent you the link, and you're like, "Yeah, this is the one I sent you." Yeah, I was like, I was like, like, "Dang, I wish I would have just looked at it the very first time you sent me, because then we wouldn't have wasted the time, little bit of time that we." way said too because you already had what i wanted and then uh, the funny thing is is like that even to me that felt like a long time in between when you guys sold and bought and when i looked back at it it was one month yeah so it wasn't that long but it felt like a long time and then you know the other contract i think with the because we had to go from a mortgage to a well and when you're in those situations and you're the one that's waiting it seemed longer Mm -hmm even for the real estate agent. And then, you know, the other part of the story is that Dylan's mom eventually sold her house that was right across the street from their original house. And now she lives out on the same land. And her sale was only two months after yours. Mm -hmm. And that seemed like a long time to me in between, but it was all in the same summer. Mm -hmm. I am curious if um, the time came when you were going to sell your current property again, you going to try it again on your own? Yeah, so... I want to actually sell the property. I would list the property today. But my wife and my mom, which I'm the one who bought the land, is in my name, so I'm the ultimately <laughs> that can say it. But they don't you, want it. They you, don't want to do the process again. We Dylan, had to live Dylan, in you just, camper for yeah. a year over the winter. You know, I can't tell you how many mice he killed in that camper. I love that house to death. It is an amazing house. But I just... Now that I did it, I wish I could just do a couple things different. I feel like that's common, though. I'm yeah. sure, like, yeah. you, you, you build a house, and then you're like, oh, I wish we could have done this, or I wish we could have done this different, or did this different. Dylan, I do encourage you to just keep telling yourself that it's your decision. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, they said, <laughs> happy wife, happy life. They said, they said we're stuck there, so I'm just trying to expand my land around me now. And then, uh, but, yeah, our next project is an uh, in-ground pool. Well, indoor and ground pool. And wow. Yeah, we're it would be so dirty if it was an outdoor one. Yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Before I let you guys go, um, just quickly mention about your nonprofit that you have because I think this is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, we started with uh, Becca Wiggins, uh, Maisie and Marley's Purpose. It is a nonprofit aimed at helping families bridge the financial gap with. Um, struggles, whether it be paying their mortgage, gas to get back and forth to hospital, doctor's appointments, physical therapy, equipment, medicine, any way we can help the families, whether it be like a terminal illness diagnosis, um, like a sun paralysis, something along those lines, we're able to help and hopefully make it a little easier for those families. Do you have an online presence anywhere where people can find you? Facebook is about our only online presence at the moment. So what do they search for in order to find you? Uh, Maisie and Marley's Purpose. It'll be on Facebook just in that. Well, I think that's uh, phenomenal that you are investing your time and efforts into that uh, project as well. And congratulations on everything going uh, the way that it did. And also, I mean, 
I've known this guy for a little while, and and uh, the more I learn about Blake, the more I like him. And and this is just yet another example of what it means to you brought up the customer service aspect right at mm-hmm. the beginning of this, and I think there's a lot of folks that don't think that way when it comes to business. And and Blake, the fact that you do is uh, that's a testament to what it is that you do, and and. The fact that this couple is sitting here in our studio right now, I think, is proof of just what, how that can benefit everyone, not just your client, not just you, but it's everyone together. Yeah, for sure. I thank you guys a lot for coming in. It means a lot. Absolutely. Yep. Yes, thank Absolutely. you very much. He's a realtor. <laughs> <laughs> they are Dylan and Alicia Newman. Thank you both very much for your time today. And also, Blake, thank you for coming back on and uh, joining us again on Hunting Home. Don't forget, Blake, offices in Council Bluffs at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Ambassador Real Estate. We thank you for listening to Hunting Home. We release new episodes each week. So until next time, take care.